It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning, including right across your weekend. We are available on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcast from. And it is the weekend, it's a Saturday, and it is July the 15th, and as as usual, we've got Anthony Landau, who is back. He is the Managing Director from Equilibria Finance. And good morning, Anthony. Welcome back to the podcast. Good morning, Craig. Great to be here, mate. Now, you would weigh in on this because if you didn't hear it first time round, earlier in the week, we took you back to 1985 real estate prices. You can actually buy this property in Canelpin in 2023 with a price tag of $85,000. What did you think about this, Anthony? Because some people would be saying, well, hang on, I'm not prepared to drive one hour, 47 minutes to Adelaide, it's too far away. Well, for $85,000, you need about a $15,000 deposit. It could be a busy morning in the cafes and coffee shops around Canalpin this morning with some avid buyers. I mean, that that's a bit of a, a rarity in this day and age to have a price uh, coming in at $85,000. So it certainly is a throwback to the 80s. And as I said on Tuesday, not only are you getting a four-bedroom weatherboard house, but uh, a bit of land as well, 1,149 square metres. So for anybody thinking, oh, no, it's just too far away, I mean, they'd have to work uh, tens of thousands of hours to raise a normal deposit. And that's that's the rub, isn't it? A bit of gas money versus all those hours. It's not unusual for people to be living an hour or two away from their place of work these days either with some of the new working from home. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that property and that's a nice block of land as well to um, kick a footy around and good backyard for the kids. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the the cafes are probably busy this morning with people driving in. All right, we'll come back to Anthony in just a moment and uh, talk all things real estate next. We are your local source for unbiased expert insights into the world of real estate. We are not a real estate company. Our only objective is to help you better understand the real estate market. From buying strategies, a fluctuating market, the importance of data, geographical differences, confidence in the market, rental yields. Stay informed every morning from 6am. Well, the big news over the last 24 hours has been Michelle Bullock, the incoming RBA governor, who acknowledges the challenging task of taming inflation after succeeding Philip Lowe. While her internal promotion has raised questions following a review calling for major changes, Shadow Treasurer Angus Taylor welcomes her appointment, praising her qualifications and experience. Taylor emphasises the importance of a credible and capable reserve bank in addressing rising inflation and its impact on prices, while at the same time also expressing gratitude to Philip Lowe for his service as governor. And I'm sure that Philip Lowe has probably aged a year over the last uh, 24 hours, but you might be, on the other hand, doing that naturally if it's your birthday today 
for July the 15th for 2023. Happy birthday. If that is the case, uh, you're sharing it with Forrest Whitaker, the actor. He's turning 62 today. And Diane Kruger, the German actor, she was in that Quentin Tarantino film in Glorious Bastards. She's turning 47. Stay ahead of the competition with the latest news, insights and data analysis on the property podcast that keeps you informed. It's the main centre forecast. It's a Saturday, so let's check on the all-important weather around the country. And first we go to Sydney. Good morning to you. Partly cloudy, but it should be mainly dry. 23 is your forecast high. Melbourne expecting some showers, unfortunately. Temperature down too, right down to 13 degrees. Brisbane should be mainly dry and fine. Little bit of cloud cover and 23. And in in Perth today, deliciously sunny. How about that for your Saturday morning and your high 17? Grab your weekly dose of inspiration to help build a real estate portfolio. We talk to the best in the business every day. Learn from the professionals and know your property with us. And of course, the issue of property affordability right now encompasses both home buyers and rental affordability as rising prices make it increasingly challenging for families to secure housing. And recognising the urgency of this growing problem, both the private sector and the government have been actively seeking solutions. It's a big talking point, and who better to talk to then Anthony Landau, the Managing Director of Equilibria Finance, who is back. And Anthony, to provide some context, how severe in your mind has this whole affordability crisis become? Yeah, I think it's a crisis that's been brewing for some time and it's starting to hit us. And I don't think there's a quick fix. And fundamentally, there's four main areas, I guess, that we can define around what this crisis is. It's around affordability for purchases. It's getting harder to buy a property and it's harder to save for deposit. There's a crisis in and around the the rental system. I was reading some recent uh, CoreLogic data where I saw that over 40% of the rental market had increases in 10% of rent for, for tenants. So rental affordability is an issue. Attracting landlords is becoming more and more difficult with investors getting poorer returns, yields are not keeping up with capital growth. It's a difficult market for landlords. And the fundamental issue is, is the creation of new stock not just buying and selling existing stock. And the simple word for that is we've got a real crisis in supply. And do you think that we have reached this whole point where the problem is becoming perhaps too immense to solve? Yeah, the problem is very fragmented. Wherever you look, you've got issues with the private rental system where renters are facing affordability. Uh, They're facing issues around, they're saying things, renters might only get short-term six to 12-month leases. They're not getting that security. They're having issues around the maintenance. Then you've got the conflict with the landlords not getting their investor returns, having cash flow issues at the moment, having issues with affordability. So you've got the fundamental issues around the current market, and then you've got the fundamental issues around creating more supply. And a lot of these projects are the build-to-rent projects, 
uh, the government investment. A lot of these projects are longer term. They're not meeting the needs of today where I've read some recent data that we're looking at a shortage of up to a million houses in the coming years. Some of the programs at the moment are talking about creating 10,000 houses, 15,000 houses, five or 10 years on the horizon. So the problem is becoming more of a difficult problem to really fix. And we're just sort of adding fuel to the fire too, aren't we, in terms of migration at the moment? So many people coming to the promised land of Australia. Yeah, I think we've got to look realistically at that, taking the politics out of that. Fundamentally, it's not a good time for our housing market to be bringing in up to 400,000 migrants over the next 12 to 18 months who are going to be competing for those rental properties, who are potentially going to be competing for those houses to purchase with current Australians and current Australian families who are struggling to either find a place to live in as a renter or to afford a place to purchase. So politics aside, and, and the need for some of those resources, from a housing perspective, it's not good timing. You know, the problem with that comment, Anthony, is you're talking too much common sense, and that doesn't go with politics. Yeah, I know. They often don't mix, do they? Politics and common sense. It's just not good timing, bottom line. Now, Longview recently released three housing affordability white papers which aimed to understand, well, try to understand the root causes and propose solutions. Now, perhaps if you can share with our listeners any key insights from these papers that have contributed to the ongoing conversation. Yeah, there was some work done by Longview in coordination with PEXRA as well. Obviously, they both got an interest in the housing market and there was some interesting data in there. And one of the main areas that they were really focusing on was separating what the issues were around your current issues with renters and landlords, but then how do you solve this broader supply issue? I guess some of the ideas that they were talking about were outside the current framework around the build to rent schemes that are in place, some of the government schemes that aren't really keeping up with demands. They were really starting to rethink maybe how some of the larger institutions or the managed funds can help this problem where rather than you having individual investors, for example, who have their own individual needs, who arguably can add to some of the fragmentation in the market, you have the institutional ownership who are effectively owning the properties on behalf of some of the individual investors. So it gives tenants longer term solutions, but it also means landlords can buy and sell within a broader managed fund or broader property pool that gives the landlords as well some of the longer term capital growth and yields. So it brings more stability to the market where you've got the managed funds or institutional ownerships of some of these housing um, estates or some of the houses, quite common in North America and some areas like that. So it's like a bought to rent program as distinct from build to rent, where it's institutionally owned a lot of these properties, but private investors can still buy and sell within that managed fund. And what are some notable initiatives do you think that we are witnessing from both the government, I guess, and the private sector in response to this whole affordability crisis? 
Yeah, so from the, the private sector perspective, we, we are seeing some more investment in some of these build-to-rent dwellings where they build a big block of units that are essentially designed for renters, which does give longer-term security and tenancy. The main issue around that is the time to build them and the volumes of investment that are coming into Australia. So it's really important the government incentivises some of those programs. And they have done that recently with some tax concessions announced in the last budget to try and attract more schemes like that. The government as well is looking at some programs, the National Housing Accords, obviously looking at building 10,000 affordable homes, which in a sense is is a drop in the ocean around we what we need. We've got the Australian Future Fund, which is looking at putting funds into uh, repairs, maintenance and improvements in, in the housing sector. So there's some government schemes private investment schemes that are that are happening. We need to see it at all levels of government with local governments, state governments and federal governments working in coordination to get some of these greenfield projects up and running and built to really start actually making some inroads into the stock shortage we have. Yeah, such a big issue and probably time to hit the, the board and go out for a surf. I thought of you the other day, Anthony. I saw this guy on one of those sort of kayaks where they can go right out and do some fishing. There he is fishing and he gets attacked by this massive great white. I mean, boy, you just freeze, wouldn't you? The, the jaws of this thing coming in. Yeah, no, it's not my cup of tea uh, dangling a fishing line over a kayak <laughs> no. uh, with a couple of sharks circling. But uh, yeah, hopefully there's a few waves this weekend and, and the sun's out, which is nice as well. All right, enjoy your weekend. That is Anthony Landau. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.